Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1513. Now water can crash or flow. Be water, my friend. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to be sharing with you today a very special guest, Rebecca Schindler, who's calling in from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Once upon a time, there was a rebellious, button-pushing, tattooed, pizza bagel-loving Italian Jewish woman, you gotta love that, from New Jersey. Rebecca Schindler chose the road less traveled and with her kids in tow, pushed life's boundaries and sought some adventure. Rebecca is what she likes to call a she-canic at a women-owned and run automotive repair shop in the Philadelphia area titled Girls Auto Clinic. I'm thinking of cars, yeah, here, but that's where we are. Girls Auto Clinic, she likes to fly by the seat of her pants, yet she has some pretty bold plans of her own for an automotive business in the future. And by the way, Rebecca is the niece of past Cars Yeah guest, Francis Abate. All right, we'll be back in a minute, Rebecca, to talk about you. But first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. We'll be right back. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, Rebecca, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I've got my five-point harness on, and I am ready. Let's do this. All right, good. Well, I hope we don't need that. I'll try to keep it between the lines, but I think we're going to buy you flying fast, uh, fast and furious here. See, I can't even talk. You've got me so <laughs> flustered because I'm so excited about having you on the show. Uh, before I start, though, I like to ask my guests this question. Tell our listeners one little thing about yourself that most people don't know. I love the ballet. I the ballet. When I was nice. younger, yep. My mom had a dance studio. My daughter danced at the School of American Ballet in New York City and then Alvin Ailey. And that's like the best therapy I could ever ask for is to sit in a ballet. doesn't matter what mood I go in, I'm coming out and I am content. You know, I tell you, my daughter now is uh, 31. I can't even believe I'm saying that. How could I have a daughter that old? 
But you're not old, Paige. You're not old. And now she's starting to freak out after being over 30. But, you know, she danced from the age of three. And I'll tell you, that was one of the most wonderful disciplines for her as a young woman. And she danced all the way through college. She ran her college dance studio. It taught her so many wonderful things. And not only from a physical sense of getting out there, but also self-confidence, getting in front of an audience from the time she was three, you know, those little recitals we all see. What did ballet and what has it done for you? Ballet is inspiring. They're they're pushing. Well, I speak of the New York City Ballet because I love George Balanchine, so his style. But they they push barriers as well. These girls go through a pair of shoes or sometimes two in a day, and the process that they go through just to prepare those shoes to then annihilate on the stage is almost like a like a dragster engine. You know, it's like you're going to fire it up and then you have to rebuild that. So it's just a delicate side. It's the yin and the yang. There's the cars and then there's the ballet. So it's a perfect balance for me. Wow. You have some very interesting facets to your life. That's for sure. Because you've got a very unique career anyway, but I love that aspect of it. And yeah, I bought a lot of ballet shoes over the years. When my daughter went off to college and I was kind of going through her room and she went off and graduated and moved and had a life, I said, Paige, what do you want? Me? Why did you keep all your ballet shoes? There's a hundred shoes here. She goes, I don't know, dad. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these things? And them on I, eBay. <laughs> I did. I did. And somebody bought them. Nice. Yeah. I'm telling you, because a pair of shoes is usually like a hundred bucks. And if oh, you're yeah. going through to one or two a day, it's costly. It gets pricey. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, whenever I would complain, she'd go, I was racing back then. She goes, well, dad, you go through tires every weekend. So why do you complain about? So, Good point. Good. Touche. Touche. Like well, Paige. Paige. <laughs> yes. All right. Paige is, is really all right. I'm very proud of her. If we continue on this journey we call your life, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has great meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tire smoking here on cars. Yeah. So Rebecca, grab the wheel. I have two, actually. Okay. So we're going to go all-wheel drive donuts. The first <laughs> one is, uh, it takes a village. I believe that in in a business and in life. Um, I made the choice to move in with family because I'm a single mom with two kids um, just for the support, which uh, enables me to, to work in Philadelphia because I actually reside in New Jersey and work in Philadelphia at Girls Auto Clinic. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have family support helping me. You know, sometimes I get home, it's eight o'clock at night. And then there's times where I'm at work, I'm in the bay and I, there's a job that I just physically can't do myself and I need help. So I have no problems asking. And that's where that saying also applies. It takes a village. Sometimes it takes three texts or a second set of eyeballs or just anything. And it's the same thing at home. Other one that I have, my other mantra is Bruce Lee. I love him. And he, he says, now water can crash or flow. Be water, my friend. That's just saying, like, choose to to go with the flow and not crash into things. And things have. Don't throw the ratchet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Don't give the knee jerk reaction. Um, and take a deep breath, and it'll all be okay. You know, you're very fortunate because uh, those of us who have powerful families that are supporting to us, uh, we take it for granted sometimes because I run into people from time to time that don't have families that will do that for them, and I'm always shocked. I'm like, what do you mean? they're not there for you or your dad was never around or you know, whatever it might be. Right. And so uh, those blessings are certainly uh, fantastic. And I like Bruce, Bruce Lee too. And that reference to water, yeah. you think about water can be something it's life giving 
Yeah. This planet exists because of water, but it can also destroy things. Absolutely. It can wipe out things, and tsunamis, and you know, so the shape of anything it's in. Yeah. Also, I always say water kind of- doesn't water doesn't stand on itself. It's it's always moving and it's always flowing. And my dad, having been an architect and built many buildings and homes, uh, water was always the enemy because he goes, why does it always find a way to get in? You know, <laughs> and when it comes through the roof, it, it'll come through over there and come out over there. It's a very odd thing, but it is life giving. So I've learned living in the Pacific Northwest where there's lots of rain uh, to embrace it, to love it, because there's lots of parts of this planet that could they would love to have water. And they don't. I like that. Very cool. Well, let's talk a bit about your career. You have a very unique career and you work at a very unique place, Girls Auto Clinic. Uh, tell us what has you excited and fired up about not only Girls Auto Clinic, but what you get to do every day. I get to do what I love to do most, and that's to just fix the cars. That's all I want to do. Um, I love it. I get into my own little zone. Um, I'm finding now that I'm getting a little older, you know, an extra flashlight is required or, you know, maybe some prescription safety glasses, just saying. Um, I'm okay with that. I am totally (laughs) okay with that. Why you love what you do. I mean, I I get it because you love to work on cars, but you're also helping people get back on the road. But this business that you're working in is very unique because it's business run by women. Women work in the business. And you don't see that very often in auto repair shops. That is true. It's owned um, by Patrice Banks. She is all for empowering women. And she calls herself the what she was an auto airhead. And she did some research and made a career change herself. It's really enlightening to see. And the first time I walked into that shop, because I'd heard about it, and I'm like, I got to check this out. And I drove uh, over an hour, which I now do twice a day. Sometimes it's if it's raining or snowing. Yeah, I have quite a commute, which I just forgive because I know when I get there, it's all going to be awesome. As soon as I walked into that shop and I saw two of the most fabulous women that I know, uh, Val and Sue, and they're working on cars and there's music playing and there's mohawks and tattoos. And I was like, I thought I was the Lone Ranger. I really, it was be like finding out you are a twin later on in life and meeting your twin for the first time. It was that kind of feeling like, oh my God, there's more of me. There are more of me. <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> oh my yeah. It was it was refreshing and enlightening and working on cars with them, you know. Val would come in all with her multicolored mohawk and arms full of tattoos, carrying cupcakes, you know, she was like <laughs> She's just so morbid, but yet so fun. And the dynamic is different. The dynamic is different. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Uh, I got to tour the Ducati motorcycle factory one of my trips to Italy. And as I was, I was very cool because I got a private tour. I happened to be there on an odd day. Uh, There was all Italians there. And since I don't speak Italian very well at all, I can order a pizza. That's about it. Maybe some Chianti. I got a tour by a lady who was English speaking and she took me around and I got to be with just her. And we got through the factory and we got to the area where the wiring was done, the very intricate, delicate work. And I said, I got a question. I said, you know, everywhere else in this factory, it's all been men. All of a sudden, this room is nothing but women. And she said, she goes very observant of you. She said, we've learned that women have much more dexterity and they're more attention detailed and the wiring requires very careful attention to detail. And that's why there's all women working in here. And it's the same when I've toured Porsche factories, Ferrari, Lamborghini, 
Uh, the areas of the business where there's things like a lot of sewing, uh, stitching, yeah, fine stitching, headliners, yeah, the, the steering wheel oh, being yeah. stitched by hand is always, well, not always, but it's mostly women because of that attention to detail. So I think that's pretty cool because most of the time when I have my cars serviced, I don't see too many women working on them. It tends to have always been men. And I've always wondered, well, what has kept women out of this element. Um, I know there's social norms that have pushed women out. Your little girl, no, you don't do that. You go play with dolls. You don't play with cars and so forth. So what caused you to go down this path? It was just something I stumbled upon 13, 14 years old, finding a job. My first job, you didn't need working papers, but I wanted money and I could walk into town. You know, and I'm looking around, there's Dairy Queen and there's the pharmacy and the flower shop. Iron Eagle motorcycle repair shop and what was a gas station? He had a couple of gas pumps there. So I walked in and he said, I said, are you hiring? And he looked at me and said, turn around. And I responded with some letters and things that I can't say here. And his response was immediately, you're hired. And it just, it just started from there, but there was a sense of accomplishment. And, you know, then it was instead of just answering phones, you know, I was making two bucks an hour answering phones. Then it was, uh, the gas pumper guy is going to be late. I need you to pump gas or go, go plug this tire or, you know, come in the shop. I, I need you to set this up and do an oil change. Uh, Roman called out today and you, you got to get this done. You know, and the whole time I was, oh, I just did it. I just did it. I figured it out. Luckily, I didn't kill myself in the process, but I was like, this is so much fun. I'm like, I can like smoke and curse like a sailor, and <laughs> get filthy dirty and go home smelling horrible. And I love it. Yeah. That was, you were, you were in your element. Well, I think that's I pretty was, cool. That had to be the most interesting job interview ever, uh, for sure. <laughs> so. I can't even call it an interview. It was hilarious. I still talk to him and I'm actually holding and I'll show you for, you know, I know this isn't. Yeah, we're on, we're on the Skype here. So. Here's my first shirt. Oh, that's cool. Iron Eagle. I love it. It's like, yeah, lose it. There you go. Well, let's talk about this life you've had and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure you faced along the way. And I asked this question for more about you sharing the learned lesson here so that you came out in a positive way. So take us down that kind of rough road. Tell us what happened to you. But more importantly, how did that particular experience help you gain even more momentum in your life and your business and your career? Those experiences, I think just being a female in a male-dominated industry, those failures or challenges, whatever you want to call them, are really on the daily basis. I would call them the epic fail. I can't say there's one monumental moment where the light bulb went off for me. Um, it's just... You have to just do it and you have to keep doing it. And if you really like it, then you'll get through and be like Bruce Lee, let that stuff roll off of you like water, you know, and, and do what you have to do. I make mistakes every day. And I think that there are opportunities, you know, and I face challenges every day that are also opportunities. Could I have handled it in the same manner? Should I have kept my mouth shut? Because to, you know, go to a school like Lincoln Tech after high school, my entire graduating class went to college. 182 kids graduated, 182 kids went to college. It's what was expected. It's what was done. I participated in that. And after two years of going to college in Arizona, I, I said to my parents, like, you're wasting money. I, this isn't really what I want to do. I really want to go to Lincoln Tech. I, I want to fix cars. And they thought I was out of my mind. <laughs> I should be married yeah. to a Jewish doctor or a lawyer. You know, <laughs> doing this. Yeah. Like you're, what are you going to do with a blue collar job? How are you going to? How are you going to do that? You're small. You're, and that just. I always think of. I guess that 
and, and all the other people saying it and questioning and who would bring their car to a woman to repair. And that is literally the butane to this torch, you know, or the acetylene and oxygen mix that just fires me up. It's every time somebody says you can't do it that I have to. And, and that happens on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, my wife worked uh, for years in a, she studied to be engineer and worked in a male, all male office, all male field and had to deal with that all the time. And it was quite frustrating for her. And she would come home some work, some nights, you know, almost in tears. Like, I can't believe the way I'm getting treated here. Well, Jill is super smart. She's way smarter than me. And I said, you know what? Uh, Dazzle them with your brilliance. You can beat them with your mind because you're so smart. And that's what she did. And that finally allowed uh, them, these idiots, to... Give her some respect because she was so intelligent and so, so smart. And even in her office when she was young, they all went to take the California State Engineering Exam to get their license. And she studied super hard. And there were four men who went and she went. She was eight months pregnant. She was very pregnant. And it was a two-day test, very difficult test. She was working full-time and studying for it. And when the test results came, none of the men passed. Nice. And okay. she, she passed. And you know what? It was just like, yes. And uh, it's a shame. I think it's changing. I think it's slowly getting better. I've sure watched it so. evolve. I work at Girls Auto Clinic. It exists. People come. They bring their cars. 20 years ago, I was looked at like, who would bring their car to a, a girl to fix? What kind of moron brings their car to a woman to fix? You know, it was just, it was shocking and appalling. So yes, the evolution has come rather far and, and it's, it's huge strides and I have to, I have to keep it going. I really yeah, have you to do. keep it going. And, and the number one priority I have in my life is my kids. So to set an right. example for them and to show my daughter and to show my son, you could do whatever you want to do really at any age. But you know, the only person that's going to stop you is yourself. You have to do it. Just, just example enough, I think is paying it forward. You're a wonderful example, and no doubt your kids are very proud of you, uh, as they should be. So I think this is great. I've had lots of women, hundreds of women on this show, uh, from racers to authors to artists to mechanics, uh, technicians, whatever it might be, uh, that are all bucking this trend. I think it's great. And here we are in the month of March, which is Women's Month. We had International Women's Day on the 8th. Uh, I think it's great. So I'm trying to do my part for you ladies, uh, because I have a wife who's dealt with this. Um, that, uh, to get the word out there. And I think it's fantastic. So kudos to you for, uh, bucking the trend here. Girl Scout now has a repair, it's a car repair badge. So instead of there just being, you know, I bake a cake badge, they also uh-huh. have, you know, how to change a flat tire badge, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it. I think it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And maybe the Boy Scouts, well, I think they just lost their whole deal here, but maybe they should have a bake a cake badge exactly. as well so that guys could learn. Here's a lot of men who are chefs. I don't know why the whole premise either. of It's so guys stereotypical. Are... It's just so stereotypical. That's what I it know. is. Well, the world's evolving and it's getting a little better. So I think that's a great thing. We're going to take a short break, thank our sponsors, and we will be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. 
Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today, and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we are back, and I would love for you to share a story with me, Rebecca, that instigated this passion that you have for cars. I mean, it seems like you were born with a little motor oil in your veins uh, going way back. So what is that pivotal moment in your life? Paint a picture of what that was like when you knew that you were going to be a car gal. I think when I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and fell in love with that little pacer, and I was like, <laughs> this is so cool. There's cool cars out there. Or yeah, I can't say that was the moment. I don't know that I have the moment. Maybe. Uh-huh. I mean, did you play with car little cars when you were a kid? Like I played with matchboxes and Hot Wheels, did, did you have those? I was or? like digging holes in the backyard and trying to blow things up. <laughs> you know, like Barbie's head went in there, cut her hair, didn't grow back. Um, she was like, this oh, Barbie. Barbie. You were more interested in Barbie's Corvette than Barbie's. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and I, I did like her mansion thing she had with the elevator, but yeah, that was about it. Well, let's have a little bit more fun. I, I'm, I've got a huge smile on my face. My cheeks are going to hurt after this talk. What was your first really special vehicle in your life? And uh, maybe share a memory you have about that ride. What was it? It was a 1972 Volkswagen Super Beetle. Yeah, that was, uh, it was one owner. I bought it from a woman my mom went to high school with. And I drove that as my daily driver for a dozen years. <laughs> that was, that was the car until I started working for BMW. Then I had to get a BMW E30. That's another story, but the bug is my passion. That was it, you know, and it, it reflects me well. It's, rear mounted so it's not the norm it's air cooled it's not the norm it's totally cute and fun which is just it's just like me and um <laughs> the, the amount of stories i have in that car like when the back seat 
started smoking because the battery batteries under the fat seat. Yeah, that was good. Um, you know, fitting 16 people into the bug. 16 um, so, in a bug. Yeah, 16 people in the bug. Yep. Wow. Well, not in. I'm going to say on. Around, <laughs> okay. Attached to the attached bug. To. Okay. Um, let's see. Doing donuts <laughs> in the snow in the Blockbuster parking lot. There's just, there I put go. that bug on Grateful Dead Tour. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I yeah, just, that's I cool. love that bug. I drove it to Arizona. I had a belt break on it, a belt, the belt, the only belt break on it in Arizona in the middle of nowhere. And um, I used a pair of tights that I have, you know, like pantyhose to tie it around the generator and the crank pulley to get me to the gas station. When I got there, this guy had his spittoon and his, his cowboy hat down and he I said, girl, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> now, that is clever. You know, I, I had a Carmen Ghia 67 in high school and college. Uh, loved that car. My my sister had a 73 VW Super Beetle. Um, the great thing about those cars, and I'm sure you had the same book I had, the the book for VW Repair for by the Complete Idiot. Or for the complete, yeah, I still have that. Have that. Uh, it's a wonderful learning car to how to fix everything, but I never had to use pantyhose. I did break a lot of. <laughs> those belts, but I never got as clever as you did. I actually tried using my belt one time wow. to get myself somewhere, but it kept ripping off and it didn't stay on the car. And then control top. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was and wearing this was in the nineties. This was before the Spanx and all that other stuff. This was Yeah. Like- yeah. Well, I wasn't wearing that stuff. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it was bad. <laughs> uh, would have gotten me off the road. Well, uh, how about this question, Rebecca? I'm excited to ask you this. I'm going to get in your head a little bit. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your character, you, manifested as a vehicle, what would Rebecca Schindler be and why? Does it have to be like OE or can it be something modified? It's it's who you perceive yourself. If you're modified or if you're OE, how do you think? I am totally modified and I am totally I am okay. totally bug-like with the rear-mounted engine sets it apart from so many. You know, people stop and look. It draws attention. My bug was red. That is totally me. I'm a ham for the camera. You know, I watched somebody rear-end another person that, you know, doing punch buggy. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with my bug. I love them. I love them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. That is pretty how I would cool. see myself. And even all the different ones. And I had the split-back window, the tiny oh, the early lights, ones, yeah. the flat windshield and curved windshield and convertibles. And they're just too fun. And I think that's probably, yeah, that's how I see myself and yeah. fun. I see it. I, I can I can get it. Absolutely. Let's uh, go to what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that bug throttle. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you think has contributed to your success over the years? I'm wicked organized. <laughs> Wickedly organized. I like it. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be? I would like to share a Jack and Coke with Shirley Muldowney. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I think so. You two would have a good time, I think. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you? If you think it's going to slip, it is. Knuckle bashing 101. Absolutely. If uh, How about a great resource? Is there one that's a go-to for you that you think our listeners could uh, benefit from? Yeah, and I'm going to put it in bold, in all caps, 
underlined with asterisks. Your owner's manual. Your owner's manual. <laughs> it's, it's, it's vital. It's there. Save you a lot of money. Your owner's you manual. You know what? I'm gonna I wish my wife was here because uh, I, I wanted- had this conversation with my mom. I yelled at her, I hung up. She was ready to return a car. She just le- I'm like, no, no, no. You have to. It's a joke in our family. Uh, everybody teases me about this because they ask me because I'm the car guy in the family, right? Mm-hmm. My mom will call my dad when I, when he was around before he passed, he would call. I mean, my wife would ask me, my kids, what? And I'd say, have you read your owner's manual? Have you ever opened it? It's right there. Uh, and the, to this day, they go, I know, Dad, have I read my owner's manual? Well, have you? No. I've left funny notes in people's owner's manuals to just see, like, you know, these are customers I know. They, they're they loyal. They'll be back for their next service. I'm like, I'm going to put something in here to see if they even, you know, cracked it. Never, never. And even when you tell them, you just spent, you know, 130 bucks for one hour of diagnosis that could have been spared if you had read your owner's manual. Yeah, I'll tell you something funny. Uh, every car I've ever sold, I've left a note in the owner's manual. And I've bought and sold a lot of cars. Nobody has ever responded. And there, there are notes like, if you call me, I will send you something for free. Yes. I will give you something. I will give you the secret to the happiness of life. I mean, I've left all Your these- notes are much kinder than mine were. <laughs> I won't um, actually say what they were. However, there was still two was no, nothing, not even, I would expect like a social media blowing up of how, who did this? How could somebody do this? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, uh, it's a funny thing. And I keep thinking to this day, maybe I'll get a call from somebody, but uh, no, I don't think anybody opened. So I bought cars, used cars, and you could tell no one's ever opened their owner's manual. They yeah, never. vital so information in there. It's crazy. I know. It's pretty incredible. I think it's great. Uh, the owner's manual. That's a good one. No one's ever said that on this show. Believe it or not. I, I'm I'm shocked. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read you think our listeners should read? I do. And it's by Patrice Banks, the owner of Girls Auto Clinic, where I work. And it's called A Glove Box Guide. A Glove Box Guide. The okay. A Glove Box Guide. It's What's a it about? It's a guide to, to everything. Buying a car, selling a car, maintenance, what happens when you hit 100,000 miles. She makes really funny um, analogies to like a, an engine air filter. You know, when does your the manufacturer recommend that you replace it? And you should replace it because she said it's like having boogies in your nose. You know, your <laughs> engine can't breathe. It's congested. You have to change it. Um, she, she does a whole thing on, it's almost like the vagina monologues as far as like lubrication and oil viscosity. Um, she just keeps it really simple and entertaining and fun. But again, like the owner's manual, which also lives in the glove box, there is some killer information in a more fun format to read than your owner's manual. You know, when do you repair it? When do you sell it? And that's where I come in handy with the, my, I have a gear girl business. So, you know, when we get customers that come in and for Pennsylvania, there's a state safety inspection. And a lot of times, you know, you get an older car in that is just not in the best of shape. And in order to repair it for it to pass inspection, it requires more work than it's worth. And that's when, you know, people pay me for consulting and finding another car for them, what's best for them, um, leasing, financing. Certified, pre-owned, brand new, whatever, you name it. Uh, handicap, I've done a couple of handicap vehicles, but that's, it's great. So, you know, Girls Auto Clinic, I get the best of both yeah. worlds. I get to fix them and then I get to help people. 
Got to get uh, Patricia on the show here. I reached out to her years ago. She was so busy. I, I, maybe you can give her a nudge for me. No problem. Uh, she's, she sounds like a wonderful lady. No well, we're up to the checkered flag here, Rebecca, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy, but it's kind of fun. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car, a fun ride for you today. Doesn't matter what it is or who it, who owns it. I'm going to bring it to your house and park it in your garage. But there are some rules because I'm writing the check. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or send your kids to college with or finance your own business. You have to keep this car and you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed around here. But here's the kicker. It's the only one cool collector car you can own. So choose wisely, something that ticks all the boxes that you can have some fun with. I, wow, that is crazy. I'm going to go with uh, the Volkswagen. I'm sticking with the VW. Okay. Um, 21 window van. Oh, that's kind of fun. Kind yeah. of. That would be an awesome driver. That would be every day. I would never sell it. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. Now, here's what I would love to do with that car. Um, I have a buddy here in the Tacoma area, Puyallup, uh, JNL Fabricating. He builds, he used to work on my race cars. He builds and fabricates some fantastic Encore cars, restored cars, but he also likes to do custom stuff. And he built a bus like that for a friend of mine, but they put a Porsche 994 engine in the back. It's compatible. Like, Take off the strut. Yeah. Pattern uh, it, the same. It looks like a stock van from the outside. They even put the five gauge dash in the side that the Porsche 911 has mm-hmm. this and suspension. So it could handle the extra speed. If it wasn't for the Fuke wheels, you wouldn't know it was not a stock uh, multi-van. Yeah. So maybe what I'll do is find you one, have him tech it out for us, do a little custom work because you could work on it. You could fix totally. it. Yeah. I have okay, your supply of pantyhose. Yeah, I can, I can put that in the glove box. That's for sure. So if you ever break that belt, we can keep you on the road. What color would you like that van to be? Purple. Absolutely. Purple? Yes. Oh, I thought you say red. No, purple. 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 Well, there you it go. Maybe. Purple. It didn't, that's going to be the custom. How about a two-tone? Like the body is a dark, rich purple. And there's Porsche did a wonderful purple color of their early 911s that was just fantastic, kind of an eggplant type I was going to say it's like a black cherry kind of almost, right? Kind of. And then the top we could do in like a lavender, kind of offset it, lighten you know, it. those I'm buses cool had that. two tones. Can we put some white wall, white I'll wall tires? Do whatever right. you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. That works. Money's no object here, so. All right. Well, I'll get to work, Rebecca. You have taken me on a fun ride. I knew this would be a fun what a great way to end my day. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for being a guest here. Before I let you go, though, is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you rip off into the Pennsylvania sunset in that beautiful 21-window VW van? Oh, yes. Keep your eyes out for Gear Girl because Gear Girl is in school online for her BA in special education and would love to open a repair facility, apprenticing um, adult and adolescent autistics, people on awesome. the spectrum. So that is the little glimpse. That's what I would like to leave you with. And you can find me at on Instagram at one gear girl on Facebook at gear girl auto, uh, girls, There you go. I'll make sure I put all those links on Rebecca's show notes page. Just go to cars. type in Rebecca Schindler. 
and her page will pop up with all these links. I think you need to follow this lady. She is going places. She's already been places, but she's going places in that cool 21 window van. Uh, this has been so much fun. Again, Rebecca, thank you for sharing your life with us today. What a delight. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yeah podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.